podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Chris Barker, uh, a teammate, a friend, a colleague, an opponent, uh, sadly passed away on January the 1st, um, 2020. Um, awful circumstances, really. Just a difficult time for, for everybody, but thoughts uh, for myself and Obviously, from everybody from this show is, uh, is, is with Chris's friends and family. Uh, it's uh, such a sad time. Um, I just hope that, uh, that he's, he's, he's looking down and seeing that everyone is um, loving um, that every minute that he spent at all his other clubs, not just at Cardiff City, but everything he's done in football because he was a much-loved person and, um, and colleague for everyone who's, who's worked closely with. and welcome to episode number 22 of the Andy Campbell Championship Show, only on Ace Podcast Nation. I'm your host, Sy, and I'll be joined by ex-Premier League and Championship striker, Cardiff City legend, and Mr. Andy Campbell. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate, yeah, thank you. New year. Um, show's growing by the second and getting uh, we're getting a lot of uh, um, interactions with people, which is great. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the show, but it's going to be a little bit, a little bit different. But, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird one. It's been a, obviously a difficult week, particularly for, yeah. you know, for, for card fans, football fans, and for obviously for you and, you know, former teammates, Chris Barker. It's, it's not been the start of the year, which would have been expecting or wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just as a, as a mark of respect, really, to, to Chris, we're going to do things slightly different. With the show today, we're not going to be having as many plugs and sponsorships and stuff. Um, we're not going to do the any other business. We're going to talk a little bit about Chris, pay tribute to him, read out a few a uh, few tweets, which were kind of put out over the last couple of days, and um, and then we'll get into the footy and the uh, the FA Cup games, which I think is the best way to kind of pay pay tribute is just you know is to do what. Do what we do and talk about football and yeah, get into that uh, into that side of it. Um, I was just going to add, uh, rather than doing the the usual sponsor from Away Day Apparel, uh, I was going to say if anyone's uh, kind of struggling with anything or feeling things getting on top of them, or they uh, are feeling <laughs> like they're struggling, um, a good website and charity to contacting and to read and get help and advice from is mind.org 
where you can uh, mm. get a lot of advice and stuff. And also, uh, our D- the DMs for the show are always open, and um, I'm always up for a chat with people if they uh, if they so feel fit. Um. So yeah, obviously, New Year's Day, the um, the kind of the news broke that uh, that Chris had passed away and stuff. Yeah. So. What I was going to just quickly do before we kind of get into the to the football was read some of the tweets because some of the um, some of the t- tweets which struck me obviously like yourself and some of the other Cardiff City players you kind of um, like you understand and you can feel the pain and stuff where people are talking about it and they're saying how they're feeling. And then there's other, um, there was other guys who I was less familiar with from uh, lower league clubs who yeah. had spoken about the, the, you know, the amount of stuff that, that Chris had done for them. There was, mm. um, I'm just trying to find it now. There was one player in particular who um, he had said, you know, Chris had actually taken him in where he was struggling to settle at a club. Um, that, was, uh, it was a, that was a lad who plays for Brighton now, that um, centre half for Brighton. Um, I seen it, and he he said that he helped him out. Was it Aldershot helped him out with Aldershot, yeah. and they helped him settle in, and and then look at he playing the Premier League now, and it's such. Uh, do you know what? And and I know probably cliches that people people probably say that you say positive things when people people die and things, but I, I didn't have a bad way to say about about Chris. You know what I mean? I I got on with him really well because he was a a north or well, a northern boy. You know what I mean? Born in Sheffield and similar age to me you know what I mean a little year younger than I was um, when he came from Barnsley I knew I knew him I played against him um, so it was uh, it, it was very easy for him to settle in because he lived near me um, we socialised together uh, just because we were just two northern boys and you know what I mean we, we got on really well we knew the same people I, 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 I knew his brother and, and things so it was it, was, it made him it made things a little bit easier for him to settle in and you know what I mean I was, I was, I was glad for that Especially the, the way that things have panned out now, it's it, it makes it even more special. But you know what I mean? It was it always had a good relationship with him, um, cracking little player, and and had a really good career. And it's just just such a, such a sad way to uh, to end a life, really. Is yeah, it's. I saw um, Peter Ramage, uh, who used to play for Newcastle, and I think Barnsley yeah. as well. Yeah, he did. He yeah. said he said something similar where he was uh, he was struggling to to settle. And Chris had helped him, you know, settle in and become yeah. accustomed. He was, I think, he was a bit homesick. Um, I would assume from when he moved from Newcastle, because he came. I think he came through the Newcastle Academy. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think it says a lot about, you know, just the the type of guy that he was. That, you know, he was really going out of his way to help yeah. kind of teammates, particularly younger teammates, by the sounds of it, who were perhaps struggling to adapt to. To new teams or new cities, yeah. But we all we all have we all have tough times. So, you know, I had I had tough times at Cardiff, and I wouldn't probably call it homesick. I'd probably call it, you know, what I mean, when when you're not playing and you're a little bit peed off, and yeah, and then you then you think about home a little bit. You want to go back, and you know what I mean. He's, he's the first to say, "Come, on, we'll go for a pint." You know what I mean? And then and then you, you repay the favour when 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 Chris is down in his dumps. You know what I mean? And other players are, and you know what I mean. It was it was life and soul, and I always wanted to. Socialised and you know what I mean, and, and 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 you know what I mean, but nothing, nothing got in the way of his football, which is his job first and foremost. I mean, which showed the professionalism of the 
of the lads, you know what I mean? 600 and, 670 appearances professionally, you know what I mean? That says it all, yeah. you know? So, you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot, you know what I mean? I think he was quite lucky with injuries, and I think that shows because, you know what I mean? To, 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 to play that many games is, is solid, you know, because he was a. Um, uh, he had to look after himself, you know, because he was quite a big bone sort of sort of player, and you know what I mean, quite an aggressive kind of lad. So, is it on, on the football pitch? So, you know what I mean. He's uh, he's done he's, he's done excellent to get to, to 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 get that that many numbers of games. But yeah, he's he was loved by by people, and you see that by by people. He's helped by by certain tweets and messages and things, and and uh, rightly so. On and and, that, and that's the biggest shame for me that he's not here to to read what people think about him and. Uh, and maybe that might have uh, might be a different story. You just never know. Yeah. Did did who who came to Cardiff first? Did were you there first or did I was you there? Yeah. first? Yeah, I was there. Um, I was going to say like <clears throat> for Cardiff, I think he was really underrated because yeah, I was thinking about it like over the last couple of days a lot. Like very rarely did he have a bad game for Cardiff. No, now he was um, yeah always like a seven, six, seven, eight out of ten. Every yeah. week, and he played like I think it was. I think I looked the other day. I think it was like three hundred games for Cardiff. Yeah, I think. Well, the thing is, I think. I think it, it probably opened people's eyes, and was a bit. There was, you know, I mean, there was quite a lot of pressure on him to, to to play because, you know, what I mean, he's 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 basically taken Leggy's position. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Leggy, Leggy was an absolute legend at the club. He wrote the club, and you know what I mean. So to 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 make that position his own, you know what I mean? He had Gary Croft to. Um, to battle it out with as well, and you know what I mean. So there was a lot of people to fight positions with. So to play that many games under under a lot of pressure in the city, um, with a, with the club going places, you know what I mean. It shows how 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 good a player he was, and you know I, mean? I wouldn't say, and not for me, but under, underrated for I think a lot of people probably underrated him as a, a from supporters' point of view, but from from inside the house, you know what I mean. I, I knew how good he was. I seen him train every day. You know what I mean. I seen how professional he was. It was his job. It was his passion. He loved it, and he's been involved in football since he since he since he packed in playing. You know what I mean. So it's yeah, it, he's, he's he fully deserved every all the accolades that he's getting now. Yeah, well, absolutely. <clears throat> we um we toyed with the idea of uh, of changing the name of the show. Obviously, like me and you yeah. know this because we discussed yeah. it. We were going to change the name of the show to the Chris Barker Show this week, um, as a tribute to Chris. But what we didn't want is we didn't want people to think that we were sort of being disrespectful or trying to mm. kind of take advantage of it or anything like yeah. that. So we decided against it, and we, yeah. you know, we just wanted to obviously before we get into the football and and all that type of stuff, wanted to talk about Chris a little bit. And obviously, you know, he leaves behind. A, you know, a family, a brother, and daughters, and it's it's just a a kind of tragic um, situation all round. Yeah. yeah. And obviously, like you said at the start of the show, is um, all our thoughts and uh, love and hope it goes to you know to those guys who've gonna be who are gonna be dealing with it, you know, for a for a long time to come. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, I'll also leave the links to minds.org and a couple of other charities in the description for the, for the episode and uh, stuff like that. Uh, obviously, uh, it was FA Cup weekend. So, <clears throat> obviously, this is predominantly a championship podcast. We cover a little bit of, uh, stuff outside of the championship stuff as well with the any other business. Uh, 
<clears throat> we were kind of toying with the idea of what to do with the the games this this week because obviously there's basically I think like fifteen championship games or teams championship teams playing in FA Cup games and we decided if we covered all of them we'd be doing an even longer show than we already do. Um, so I think we picked six each one that and yeah we did yeah we chucked them up in the in the poll let the people awesome. the people pick. Um, and as usual, they pick Cardiff. I'm sure that more people seem to vote for Cardiff when they play badly they or when they don't. Yeah, when something when something negatives happen in the game. Yeah. Well, I, I put out an interesting poll because I was speaking to my mate uh, Damien. Shout out to him um, about Neil Harris because both yeah. me and him didn't really want Neil Harris to get the job. Yeah. Um, and he's been quite outspoken about it ever since he got it. Um, and you're kind of just in this weird situation where you just got to kind of get behind him because you want the club to do well, but you just got this, it's not, I don't want to say it's like a bad taste in your mouth, but you just feel like it's the wrong appointment. Mm. So you, you, at the back of your mind is always there that yeah. oh, he shouldn't really be yeah, yeah. the manager or he wasn't the right person. So I put a poll out um, asking Cardiff fans because it's been very bad. You know, the last couple of weeks, even when they've played, when even when they've won games, they haven't been very good. Um, and that's the the kind of thing for me is even the games they've won or they've not lost, they've not been great, which is a big issue because if you're playing well and then you when you don't play well, you're scraping out results. All right, yeah. you know, you just want to get just got to get the points on the board at this stage. Especially yeah, yeah. over Christmas when you're playing so many games. Um, so I asked Cardiff fans if they were, you know, comfortable or happy with Neil Harris. I said, I'll tell you what I would. I said, are you still behind Neil Harris? Uh, or should the club make a preemptive strike and sack him before it's too late? Uh, have your say, let us know. And then the choices were, yes, go before it's too late. No, let him settle. Uh, should never have got the job. Uh, and be patient and just support the club. Uh, which one do you think won? If you haven't seen it, uh, I have seen it. I voted. Ah, right, okay. So, should never have got the job. Got thirty-eight point nine percent. Yeah. Um, which kind of says a lot. Although the next, the next, uh, the next sort of in the voting was be patient and support the club. Mm. Um, well, I was to- I was torn side between the two. Um, because I think I think the club's put unnecessary pressure on himself by by making that kind of appointment. I think Neil's put unnecessary pressure on himself this last week um, with the QPR game uh, debacle down at Loftus Road, and then on Saturday, um, and I'm going to talk about it later on um, about the the bigger picture. Um, but he's got seven days before the Swansea game. Yes, it's a big game, of course it is. Um, but you want to go into the game full of confidence. Um, you're not going into that game full of any confidence after being battered at um, QPR and drawing at home two all against um, struggling against against a, against a struggling League Two side. You know what I mean? So um, when he when he when he decided that he was going to pick his side, you know what I mean? That um, I don't know. My my my, uh, my 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 thought process is is what went through his head when he's picking the team. You know what I mean? Did he? 
did he intentionally pick a pick a weakened side? Did he want to get Sol Bamba minutes? Did he want to get Smithy some more minutes? Um, you know what I mean? I, I was I was quite glad that um, that he, he put in Cameron Cox because I think he deserves he deserves to play. It's the second game he played against Luton in the in the cup. You know what I mean? He's been training with the first team. I speak to his dad quite regular um, uh, about things, but. Why, why, why make a team weaker? You know what I mean. If you want to put a youngster inside, you know what I mean. And and, and I, I made my debut when I was sixteen, but I didn't. I didn't make my debut when I was sixteen in a weakened side. I made my debut as a sixteen-year-old with the best possible other other team. So it, it made it easy for me to fit to fit in because you know what I mean. If I wasn't playing very well, the the, the rest of the lads would would um, would get me going and 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 drag me through the game. You know what I mean. Whereas. If the person next to me is unfit or hasn't played and there's not much match fitness or match sharp, then I, I, I'm having to do a lot more than than I'm wanting to do. You know what I mean? So it's I, I, I do find it a little bit a little bit strange, a little bit difficult. You know what I mean? Because I, I want us to win next Saturday. I, I do think performance will be irrelevant. It's all about results next 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 week in the, in the, in, the, in the big derby. But you. You've got more chance of going into a game and getting something out of it if you're going into a confident and after, on the on the back of something positive. And you know what I mean. I don't see a positive. I don't see any positivity after being tunneled down and coming back and drawing two all. You know what I mean? Because the positivity could have been let's get knocked out of the cup and we focus on the league to try and get in the playoffs. That could have been a positive swing on it. You know what I mean? That you know. So it depends how you look at it. You know what I mean? I look at some of the Premier League side who bowed out of the cup. They didn't. They didn't want to be in the cup. That's it's it's simple by team selection. They did not want to be in the cup, and they didn't want yeah. to. They, they, they might as well. Not, they might as well they not have interested. Been. They weren't interested <laughs> one little bit, and you know I mean, that's my that was my concern with 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 Cardiff. How how important is is it is is the cup? You know what I mean. It was important um, when they got the FA Cup final against against Portsmouth. You know what I mean. So it's an important for me. It's important every single year. It's a, it's the it's the best cup competition around, and and should be taken a, a lot more serious by by every club. Never mind just Cardiff City. Yeah, I, I would have preferred to see him play a couple of youngsters and then eight first-team players with yeah. with Smithies in goal. You've got to give yeah. Smithies game time, regardless of what you think of him as a keeper. He, yeah. he, when you've got two championship-level keepers in your squad... We didn't do anything yeah. wrong, side, did he? To, no. to, be, to, be, to, be, to be dropped, you know what I mean? He just wasn't number one and, and he, he probably didn't do anything to get a game apart from being fit at the time so you know what I mean it was a you've got to try and keep players happy and I, and I, and I get why they do that I get the squad rotation I get I get why managers do things it's just I agree with what you say there I'd rather see a couple of youngsters blooded um, with some solid experienced fit players who aren't um, just getting minutes to try and show that that, that, that they want to fight for the players you know what I mean because he put a few few lads in who haven't who haven't played quite regular at the minute, and you know what I mean. I, I, they weren't then, great. No, and then and then you've got a couple of a couple of lads who won't have played for two weeks since um, since the QPR game. And, and as as a player, side, if that's your last game, you're going into the Swansea derby game um, a little bit nervous and a little bit worried that that's the last game you played. You weren't very good. You, you you shipped six goals in. You know what I mean. So it's it's a it's a it's a difficult one to get your head on Sometimes sometimes you just got to go. I wasn't going to play the best team, but after what happened at QPR, I've got to do it now. You know what I mean? I've got to just come out and say it. Just come out yeah. and say it. Oh, well, you is. look at Sol Bamba in particular. Um, he came on as sub for the game before the QPR game. Did yeah. quite well. And everyone yeah. was calling for him to be back on the side. He's been yeah. back in the side and they've shipped eight goals in two games. Yeah. Um, 
So I'm assuming his confidence is not going to be, you know, I'm not blaming him, but I'm no. just saying, you know, he's come back into the side. That's mm. coincided with that. I think it's got a lot more to do with uh, the way the team's set up rather yep. than the personnel. Um, totally although, although, you know, obviously Neil Harris can only pick what he's got. Um, and I will say that. And there's players in that squad who have not done enough this year, all year. But equally, the way it's set up doesn't suit the better players in the team. The more flair players in the team are not getting enough of the ball to their feet. Um, you know, it's... But, like, I'm not surprised by the tactics that Neil Harris is playing because I've watched him be manager of Millwall and then get sacked by Millwall because it's the same tactics. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't good enough for Millwall. So what made, whoever made that decision, that's what, is, <clears throat> that's what got, <clears throat> that's what, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> choking. That's what, one of the reasons I was against him as manager was he got sacked from Millwall, not last year or the year before, like this season, he got mm. sacked from Millwall. And one of the reasons that they sacked him was because of the, the type of football that he's playing. Yeah. Now, with all due respect to Millwall, they've been fantastic since Rowett took over, um, and they're playing some great football. In, you know, in irony, um, <clears throat> but they're not Cardiff City in terms of the size of the club. What's expected of them? You, you know, what was expected at the start of the season between those two clubs is vastly different, both yeah. on the pitch and in terms of targets. Um, I don't think you could sack him. Because what is it? He's been in the job probably a month or something. Yeah, and he's in two fair results. Is it? And his results have, have been quite positive, you know what I mean? But it's it's, it's well, the expectation for me, sir. You know, it's, I think, you know what I mean? The, the club have, 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 have made the bed, basically, and the fans have to lie in it and just, and just get on with it. And I think that's the unfairness that, I don't know, it's, it's, it's when you hear your managers, certain managers and certain names linked. You get yourself all excited. You think the club's going in this direction or that direction for the next two, three, four, five, six seasons. And then all of a sudden you see somebody who, who's probably been playing um, a less positive football than the previous manager, then the club's only yeah. going to carry on doing what they were doing. And it's, it's, it's so disheartening. And I think, that, I think that, was, um, that, was, that was my issue. That, you know what I mean? I was so excited to see all these names branded about and, uh, well, and yeah. people, who, people who've gone for it. Yeah, the, the, the freshness, you know. I, like, I look at Lee Boyer, and like you just said there that, um, you know what I mean? It leaves him different, he's, he, But he's, he's, he's struggling a little bit now with his club yeah. and he's probably pushed them a little bit as far as he could go on and he probably needed that uh, change to push his own career and push another club forward and, you know what I mean? Or, or, or a Chris Hewton or some. You know what I mean? There was, there was, there was loads of people out there who... Um, there, was, there was choices, wasn't there? Which yeah, were... there was. But the club's, <clears throat> the, the club's made it sigh and, and, and like I said earlier, there's so much pressure now building uh, and built for the weekend, it's it's absolutely scary because of um, the performance levels in the last derby. Uh, what happened to QPR? What happened last Saturday? You know what I mean? And and, and the uh, the gap between the playoffs and and Cardiff City currently. You know what I mean? The the pressure on Saturday is absolutely massive, regardless of the the, the, the derby game. It's it's just got it's gotten ridiculous, and you know what I mean? It's it's not even a it's not even a must it must win. It's probably more than that now. It's probably yeah. must win, must perform. Uh, must entertain, must probably beat them comfortably by two or three to get 
something in the bag. Yeah, and I'll tell you the other thing, which is brewing, uh, getting louder in the background, is that a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people on social media, Cardiff fans in particular, who think that Neil Harris was brought in because he was happy to have no money to spend. Now, if Cardiff don't sign anyone in January, I think that will be the camel which breaks the straw, the straw back. Breaks the camel's back, yeah. Yeah, because I think that's what will push people over the edge in that they'll think, well, it's just another case of like what Russell Slade was, who's just been yeah. brought in as the cheap option, who's going to work with no money. No, you know, he's going to do as he's told, say what he's told. And I just yeah. think that's a bad way to go. But, but Sire, every every football club size got to do this in 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 probably the recent history. They've got they've got to balance the books. Of course, Middles, Middlesbrough did it, and 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 and, and they pushed on and went went with a different thing. Cardiff have done it, so they don't need to do it again. And this is and this is everyone's frustration. This is your frustration. This is this is my frustration. This is this is probably thirty other thousand plus um, frustrations that we've all done it. So why do we need to do it again? We we we've just we've just sampled the Premier League last season. You know what I mean? We all want to get back there because I I think um, we all have the bugbear that we didn't give ourselves justice and we weren't trekked correctly because of certain things what happened. So, but at the minute we've got zero opportunity or zero chance to to get back where we were with the football that's getting played currently. Yeah, I'm not saying go and spend ten million on. Um... A Velen Yonker or a, a, the other one who they signed the last time. I'm saying there's players around mm. who you could sign for a couple of million who could make a huge difference to that squad. No, hundred percent. Well, the sad is if 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 you if we if we as a club um, looked in, in, uh, into the money which still getting from parachute payments, we could probably. By the three best current championship players for you could probably you know what I mean at a push you could probably get 15 16 to 20 million you know what I mean and, and, and that would make that would be an absolute um, that would be a godsend you know what I mean and, 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 and I'm not saying they are championship players because I do believe these kind of players that we've raved about all season you know what I mean the, the Premier League players but they're playing the yeah. championship because that's, that's just the way it is at the minute well, you know what I mean and, and they want to get out of there but the only way to get out of there is is either get sold to a Premier League team and risk not playing, or they play in a Championship side, get promoted and play their week in, week out. So, here's a, another discussion I had with someone this week, is that, do you, do you think Hull would take, uh, say, five or six million, plus Murphy or uh, Mendes Lang for Jared Bowen? 100%, because they, so sorry, what, what they can't do, they can't afford to sell Jared, Jared Bowen and be left with no player yeah. because what happens with a club like Hull is um, teams will say right they've lost the best player um, they're going to want to come in for one of our players right we'll put the price up yeah, a million two million because they've got they've got ten million they've got that money in the bank you know so it's, it's it, it also frees wages up it also frees uh, gets somebody off the wage bill it you know what I mean? It's it's a it's a no-brainer decision. You know what I mean? The player who goes the other way is is more likely to play football if that's what they want to do. Um, I hope it is. Um, but I, it's something what's got to be done, side because it's 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 moving the club forward. You know what I mean? Like at the, at the minute, like I look at Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough side, Patrick Roberts on loan. The side another another young lad on Man City on loan, uh, centre forward, um, and. 
that was a, that was a statement of intent, of intent for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because going forward, because that is looking at young, hungry players, lads who want to play football, um, and Cardiff City needs needs to jump on board and 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 not miss out on players. You know what I mean? We on about the, the uh, Nick Attire gone back to Arsenal from Leeds United. You know what I mean? Put it all over Twitter. Loved his time at Leeds, but wasn't playing enough football. Well, there must be something in the pipeline. He's 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 not going back to Arsenal to play. No way. Unless he's playing tonight against Leeds in the FA Cup. That's, you know what I mean? Unless, unless that was nailed on and that's going to be his last game, put him on this, in, the, in the shop window. But he's going to go out on loan again to, to, to somebody and it's probably going to be a championship team. And who is it going to be? Yeah, and it's, um, it's frustrating because if I can think of that deal for just Jared Bowen as an example, why isn't the club thinking, let's get rid of some players who are either A, not playing, B, not performing, or C, on decent wages mm. and not playing or not performing. So why aren't the club thinking like along those lines? And my opinion is that they're not thinking along those lines because the people making the decisions about signings aren't uh, football people. They're businessmen. Yeah. Well, and this is the thing, so if this decision... Uh, a manager is is a stabilisation of the football club. Then the stabilisation of the football club has got to be. They've got to cut the wage bill. They've got to um, get out all the lads who don't want to be there. Get rid of the big earners and start building building the structure of the football club again. You know what I mean? So that means signing players. That means selling players. And and it's got to start in January. Because if it doesn't yeah. start in January, well, when's it when's it going to start? Because well, they're going to wait till the summer. Surely, please, please tell me not. Someone tweeted me the other day that if Cardiff lose, say, four out of the next five games, they could be in a relegation battle. Mm. If the results go against them, you look at what Middlesbrough have done in the last oh, couple I mean, of weeks. Man, I, I, you, you, we, we, we spoke, we spoke haven't we, about, about Middlesbrough, and you, and you know how worried I've been about, uh, about that football club and the way that football club's performed this month or, or just over Christmas, they're as safe as ours already. And, and I'm just going to be, I'm going to be the hypocrite of the whole season. By saying I've said all season that they should stick with Jonathan Woodgate every yeah, single so week, I've said it. So glad they did. And then I'm here now telling you that Cardiff City should get rid of Neil Harris. So it's like, but it's different situations. Um, Jonathan Woodgate, a borough young manager, wants to change the whole whole uh, strategy around the way the team plays, the way the clubs run. The way yeah. the teams run, the academy, the, the reserve team, or the under-23s, whatever you want to call it these days. He wants to change everything. He's a young manager. If you give him five years and you give him the power to change everything, yeah, he'll make mistakes. Yeah, he might get the occasional thumping, but he'll probably do it. Yeah. If they stick with him for the duration of the whatever the project is, three to five years. It's when you do it for a year. So, for instance... I had um, Phil Brown, I recorded a show with Phil Brown uh, from Talk Sport today, uh, yesterday, so he's out tonight on a Monday. Um, and we talked about Man United a lot, because um, he's a United fan. We also yeah. talked about football owners and businessmen. So he said that one of the biggest problems Man United have got is that they, they had David Moyes in for a year, then they get someone else in, and the, the project changes. Mm-hmm. Then they get someone else in, and then they get someone. They never stick with anyone long enough for them to finish the the project because they don't know what they want to do. They yeah. don't know whether they want to spend a load of money and Mourinho just win trophies, 
or they want to give it to like a Solskjaer and bring in youth and accept that you're going to finish sixth and, you know, you might get, you might lose to Liverpool and Man City and this, that and the other. Yeah. You're bringing, you know, you're bringing through youth and you're trying to sign British players um, and young players. But they've got to see it through. And I think that's the same with Borough. That's the same with Cardiff. They've got to decide Mm -hmm. what they're doing and see it Mm -hmm. through. Now, Mm -hmm. before we move on to the actual game, could you tell me, hand on heart, what you think Neil Harris's plans are for Cardiff City? Um, It's not not evident, is it? It's not evident because he's never come out. He's never come out and said so. He's never come out and said that. I want to go down this style of style of play. I want, I want, these are my intentions. You know what I mean? This this is my expectations. This is my this is what's going to happen this season. You know what I mean? It's never no one's no one's come out and said said anything. And this is and this is I think the, the, is is the problem that you know what I mean? That that fans are making their own expectations. Up. Yeah. Fans are fans' expectations are, are up here, and at the minute the clubs are not matching. Where the fans expect the club to be, in. and rightly so, because they're just being relegated. But it's in the Premier League side. What are you know the, what, I mean? what are the clubs? What are the targets, or what are their expectations for the season? Because they don't seem to be pushing for promotion. They haven't said they want to avoid relegation because that would be ridiculous. But they don't seem. They just seem to be content with not going down, and maybe not going up either, and just collecting the parachute payments. Well, for me, sir, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to take a big hit for me. You've got to try and get get back in the Premier League because the money there is ridiculous. You know what I mean? You've yeah. got to try and get there because if you don't get there and you and you've given it a go, then you're going to be hitting the playoffs, which is a it, 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 it achieves money. The attendances go up. People are, you know, what I mean, you, that means you're winning games and the football club growing in stature. Um, if you just if you just stand still, it, you know what I mean. There's a there's a there's a chance that things could go south and um and it and it just doesn't doesn't work out. And you know what I mean. Players players don't want to stand still. Players want to play for a progressive football club and 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 push on their careers and and things. And you know what I mean. You you, you look at some of the teams who've been stuck in the championship for so long, or teams who've been relegated like Sunderland and. Um, down to down to League One, you you can't afford it to happen. You know, I said it about Middlesbrough. You know, I mean, the area can't have it. You know, I mean, Cardiff as a city can't. It can't happen. It just can't happen. But no team's good enough or big enough um, not to not not to go down. You know, I mean, there's three teams going to get relegated this year, and I do believe that that um, teams might be involved in relegation. Scott, Scott Middlesbrough might lose the next five games. They'll be they'll be in and around there, but they won't go down because there's there's too many poor sides in this league to, for yeah. for me at the minute that for for some of the big sides to go down, but. But next season, when there's three bigger sides coming up from the championship, there's down from the from the Prem, sorry, there's three good sides come up from League One, big teams. Um, it could be a Portsmouth, it could be a Sunderland. You know what I mean? These teams are going to splash the cash. These teams aren't going to be like a Luton, like a Barnsley. You know what I mean? These are going to be big sides. You know what I mean? There's the potential that the championship next year could be absolutely ridiculous. And you know what I mean? It's going to get it's going to get harder and harder each year. And and you know what I mean? But Teams, clubs, chairman, owners need to be ready for it because supporters can't change the world. Supporters can only turn up week and we can't support the team. And you know what I mean? I think a lot of people are getting a little bit disheartened at the minute because you know I'm a Middlesbrough fan. I want Middlesbrough to go and spend loads of money and, and get back up into the, cha- uh, in the in the top half of the championship and get in the playoffs. But I know the club can't afford to do that, so they've got to go down the route of the, of the way they're doing. And but yeah, accept it. You know what I mean? I, no one's come out and, and told us that's what's happening, but you just you just guess it, so you just accept it because. Just the way it is, but 
You know what I mean? Cardiff have just come down from the, from the Premier League. So, for me, this, the expectation is still to, to get back up there. Like it would be if I was a Fulham fan. You yeah, I, mean? I think... Like, don't, don't you think for that change. first season when you come down, absolutely you should take a risk, not uh, recklessly spend money, but you've got to spend some money to accumulate and try and get up in that first season. Because, like you say, the second season after you go down... You've got teams coming up, teams coming down, other teams who've got money to spend, big teams coming up from League One who've got bigger attendances and bigger, you know, a bigger area and money to spend naturally from the, you know, from the money they bring in. So you can't afford to stand still. And just like you can't afford to stand still, you can't afford to lose four or five games mm-hmm. in a short space of time because you could be go from eighth to 16th. Yeah. Very quick. I think as I say, you, you, you can't afford your season to be over in February. You know what I mean? No. Because supporters can't. Supporters go what one stand for it. You know what I mean? They've got not, not, nothing to look forward to. You know what I mean? You don't want to be going into games in February having to win to, to hope that you, you that you blow a playoff place at the end of the season. You know what I mean? You, you want to be going into games in and around the playoffs thinking, you know what I mean? If we lose today, we've still got a chance to get in the playoffs. Or, you know, if we win today, we're six points clear. You know what I mean? So we can rest a couple of players at the end of the season and, and, have, a, and have a a good push in May. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it is what it is. It's just, you know what I mean? Football clubs just need to, um, just need to understand that we're all passionate. And we, you know, it's, it's yeah. not that we don't care. It's not that we don't care. It's, it's, we care too much. You know what I mean? Well, if that's possible, you know what I mean? But we, we care. We, 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 we care because we love the area. We love the club and, and, the city needs a successful football club, and you know what I mean. That, that Cardiff hate seeing Swansea doing well. You know what I mean. Rightly so. You know what I mean. And and Swansea will have loved Cardiff getting relegated last year. They'll have loved last Saturday when um, QPR battered them. They won't love this Sunday when uh, QPR got their own back. But that's that's another story, isn't it? It's one, it is what it is. But it's but that we want a successful side like every city does and every town does. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Um, <clears throat> I've got to say, the Cardiff players look frustrated with the situation at the moment. Um, so let's get into the games. Uh, so the first game, Cardiff 2, uh, Carlisle 2. Um, just very, very quickly, uh, just a quick question. Cardiff's attendance, FA Cup third round, 5,828. Yeah, probably. Is that Awful. worrying? Um, oh, massively, mate, yeah. Massively, because... You know what I mean? You you always know that Carlisle aren't going to bring um, a massive amount of fans down. You know what I mean? There was, you know what I mean? Carlisle obviously have to take responsibility for that as well, though, because Cardiff and, and Carlisle could come come to an agreement to let kids in for free and 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 pack it out, but yeah, they didn't. Carlisle get half the money. You know what I mean? So Carlisle will want to keep the prices exactly the same. So that well, they, they were get they were quite high money. prices. You know what I mean? So uh, it's something I don't agree with. That you know what I mean? For me, it should have it should have been. I don't know. Be, if Carlisle had got beat, you know what I mean? The, the 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 players would have wanted to play in a twenty thousand, thirty thousand yeah. sellout. You know what I mean? But the way they look at it now is uh, they've got themselves a replay. They might get themselves a TV game. You know what I mean? It might make them seventy seven five grand, fifty grand. You know what I mean? So they they're, they're absolutely delighted, but. It could backfire on them. So you, you want to be very careful what you wish for. Mm. Yeah, I got to say, um, Cardiff, Cardiff's defending in the first half was oh. absolutely. It was. It was not even League Two level. It was disgusting. Um, it's, I will uh, it's say, just the it's the crosses. It's and I think you know what I mean. Balls come in the box and you're panicking with crosses and 
it's smashing at things, things going in the air. You know, what I mean, first balls, second balls. It was just, it was just, yeah, laughable times. And they got four centre halves, right? So you got Bamba, Morrison, uh, Nelson, Flint, and Flint. All of them are massive. All of them are good in the air. Yeah. You would say they're good championship or you know good football league headers of a ball, good defenders. Like they're all quite physical. But they just none of them seem to be able to defend at the moment. Yeah. Um, I will say I thought that penalty was the most disgusting decision I've seen in a very long time. It was, it was but appalling. it was it was it was it was never a penalty. But also it was uh, it was clever play. By, by oh, stick up because, for the striker. Well, no, he he, <laughs> um, he he saw he saw an opportunity to uh, to to throw him to throw himself at a. At, uh, somebody who was who was a little bit stronger than him, you know what I mean? And I just yeah. thought, and now, and to be fair, VAR was at the game as well. So VAR all the cup games, yeah. Every I FA thought Cup it was games. only the Premier League games, the uh, Pre- th- Premier League I home was, ties. I was, I thought it was all of them. Yeah, no, no, because I um, might be wrong. Oh, well, that was I know it's the. I thought I thought the same. Bamba was asking the referee to look at it, and the referee said no. It, it wasn't. No, it. it was no, only the no. Premier League teams, which I think uh, is unfair. What's the point of having it? You either have it for all the games, don't you? Well, you don't have it. It's the same competition. It's the same competition. So if you're going to say from the third round, you've got it for some games. You've got to have it for all those games. You cannot have it in one game and not in another. Well, Oxford United, Oxford United could play at home every single game and And get through. And get through because of a dodgy decision. Yeah, they didn't. They beat Hartlepool four-one, but that could happen every game, and that's unfair. Yeah. It's an unfair advantage, isn't it? Whereas, whereas the Watford game, for example, there's two decisions of are, and they might then get themselves knocked out because of it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was never a penalty. Uh, it was really, yeah, it was really soft, poor. Very extremely soft. Um, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was poor. Good save for the penalty. I thought it was nice. Yeah, very good. Yeah, and, and fair, penalty, but... no, but then Bridge was also very brave to to go and put his head in. Yeah. with a couple of big, uh, big centre halves and a goalkeeper coming out to punch the ball as well. So, you know what I mean. But Cardiff just didn't. You know what I mean. It was. Um, I thought they struggled to get the ball out. I thought the, it was a second goal for me, Si. Uh, Morrison should have stopped the cross out wide. It was, it was terrible defending. Um, but great header by McCurdy at the back stick to, to put it, it in. I thought was him. Um, it was Cameron Cox, wasn't it? Yeah, see, I, he's the only player I won't, won't slate because he's a youngster. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he probably should have done better for that. Yeah. But, to, to be fair, but to be fair, though, from, from the position where... Where where he what where where the right winger was the right winger should ne- never get the never ball got, where he yeah. was so you know not across like that you know what I mean it was just who were defending by an experienced player yeah and then you get the the youngster he gets caught caught underneath it and you know yeah. it's him who looks at fault when realistically yeah. he, he wasn't him who was at fault no, I totally, totally agree yeah totally agree <clears throat> totally agree um, the second half second half side is is Whatever, whatever we say about Neil Harris, he seems to he seems to be able to revitalise teams at half time, especially Cardiff, and get them going in the second half and, and um, get them going. I thought Sol was unlucky with the um, with the, with the with the first shot with the crossbar. Probably should have scored, but uh, Patterson was in there to get the rebound by Hugo by Crook. Somehow he got it in, but you know what I mean. He just it just it revitalises you, it gets you going, and uh, and I think after that. You know what I mean? I think Cardiff were always going to get back anyway. I thought the header by White was absolutely fantastic. Great ball by Patterson again, but but then you could look at it the other way that he shouldn't have got his crossing. But yeah, you know I, I mean? thought Patterson actually was excellent. Um, yeah, he was. He was superb. But you know what I mean? And, and and I thought Gavin White as well. You know what I mean? Comes in and, and gets himself a goal, and you know what I mean? Coming off that right wing, and 
wingers need to bring goals to the game. You know what I mean? He's he's, he's he doesn't score enough goals, probably Gav, but he's mm. he does he does a lot of, a lot a lot of things out wide. But if he's if he's if people are putting balls like that, he's he's going to get more goals, isn't he? I suppose. Yeah. So speak to me, uh, Mendes Lang out for the season. Speak to me about Josh Murphy. Eleven million he cost eighteen months ago. Yeah. He looks devoid of confidence, to say the least. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's it's a tough one, Si, isn't it? Because um, he hasn't played for so long, and you and you and all of a sudden you're thrown back in. It's a I, I'm not even going to say it's a confidence thing because it's not because you know if you're playing and you're starting the game, you should be full of confidence. You should be. You know what I mean? The manager decided to pick you for whatever reason. He decided to pick you because if you're in that team, then you're in that team for next Saturday as well. Because especially what's been going on the last couple of weeks that. You know, any any decent performance on Saturday would have started you against Swansea. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? So for me, Patterson got to be the first name on the team sheet. Great away against Swansea City. You know what I mean? I think the way he plays, his desire, his heart, his goal, um, his assist. You know what I mean? For me, he's he's a starter. You know what I mean? And, and from everyone's performance on Saturday, I don't think there's many who who you could say has earned. A definite start on Saturday against Swansea City. From I'm oh, sorry, on Sunday from 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 what you saw on Saturday against Carlisle United. So, you know what I mean, Josh Murphy. You know what I mean. Just flatters to deceive. You know that he wants the ball, but then doesn't get enough of it, or he doesn't want the ball and he's and he's given the ball and, and and gives it away. You know what I mean. It's just it's match practice. He needs to play more games. He needs to play, but but how can you play more games if if you're not play if you're not playing? It's just, it's it's a difficult situation. Yeah, I think we've mentioned a few times this season um, the the wingers in particular, because they're not very consistent. They never seem to get a run of games. Yeah. Um, so I do think that Murphy would benefit from four or five games starting and getting at least an hour. Yeah. I do think he would benefit from that because he's obviously got something about him to you know for the club to pay eleven million for him. No, oh, definitely he's shown glimpses of his quality but he just doesn't seem consistent um and maybe he needs to run a games um overall poor from cardiff you know can't be performing like that really but 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 now side they've got a game they've got another game which they don't need and they don't really want you know what i mean you've got a long trip um up north all the way to carlisle a long long trip you know i mean on a on a on a on a midweeker and the opportunity probably of uh, an upset which you don't want you don't want to be stuck with that, you know what I mean. You'll find out today, you know what I mean. It could be, could end up being a really a worse result if you get a decent draw now, and then you don't end up seeing the replay through because it's uh, it's a, it's a tough one. Do you take your, your strongest side to Carlisle, to Brunton Park, or you know what I mean? Or, or have you got, or is the, or, or does the following Saturday become a bigger game because because it's a league game and and you've just beat Swansea and it and it's it's a bigger bigger football match. Well. Last thing I'll say on Cardiff is one of the few things which Harris uh, did say in his initial sort of press conferences and first few weeks, which encouraged me, was that he bigged up the academy. He talked about the players in the academy and he said he would play them. He hasn't, really. Um, Now, he's had every opportunity to, in my opinion, with the Christmas festive period where you're playing game, 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 and also the performances haven't been very good. So there's no excuse for him not to have played some of those players. Yeah. You know, there you've got Cameron Cox, could have played a league game. You could have had uh, Wait. There, there's a couple of others. You know, there's there's players there which, you know, you, you're really telling me that some of those players who are in front of them are keeping them out of the first team. Are they 
performing to that higher level that yeah. can't give the odd youngster a go in the league. Yeah, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Because you don't want to, them to have a terrible performance, and you know if they, for instance, Cameron Cox or uh, a defender plays in that six-one defeat to QPR, it could cause more issues than mm. you know than what. Mm. I know, but but then you you got to see it from the young young lads. Point of view, Sai, you know what I mean? That Cameron's played what Cameron played against Luton, got beat 3 1, didn't play the game after. Yeah. Um, he's played against Carlisle, drew to all, got brought off. Um, so he feels he play, like he's getting the blame. Will he play Saturday? Very doubtful. You know what I mean? Will he be on the bench? Extremely doubtful. You know what I mean? With with some of the players that you've already mentioned defense, defensively, you know what I mean? So does will he feel will he feel will he feel it's his fault? You know what I mean? Will you know what I mean? Unless we don't know what's getting said in the house, you know what I mean? So, no, of course. But it's just it's 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 difficult for a young player to take um that he's played two games, there's been five goals in the game, in the two games, and and he's he's not progressed and played anymore, apart from two cups. And and if the only way he's gonna get a game is playing in the cup, then then we need to progress so he can get more games. Indeed. Um <clears throat> So, obviously, we spent a bit longer on Cardiff today uh, because we were talking about him before we got into the game, mainly because we had had so much interaction over the last couple of days with it. I wanted to you know, yeah. do those people a service of actually discussing what they were discussing with us on Twitter. Yeah. So, um, but we're, all, we're open to discussing all teams from a championship or football. So, send us tweets and we'll get that conversation going. Yeah. Um, and we have the... the, the the bonus or the pleasure, I suppose. Extravaganza of uh, we get to cover a Premier League team next because mm. we don't always get to do that. So Chelsea no. two, Forest nil. Yeah, um, Sunday game. Um, my biggest bugbear of the weekend side was um, sides who played lesser teams. Um, Frank did make a few changes, but I thought again. Um, Put a really strong side out, you know what I mean? He he didn't really put many youngsters in. He had Kovacevic, Jorginho and, and, and Bartley in midfield and they just ran the show, you know what I mean? Mm. Straight away, you've got three players who can keep the ball. And then when you've got Hudson, Nadoi, uh, Batuai and Pedro up front, you, you've always got a chance to create chances and score goals. And You know what I mean? The, the, the Chelsea probably needed a good start to settle themselves down. And You know what I mean? Uh, Hudson, Nadoi got an early goal and then uh, Bartley scored a good goal uh, just on a half-hour mark. And Forrest really didn't um, didn't put a glove on them. They didn't really, didn't get close to them, you know what I mean? And Forrest liked the ball, Forrest liked to create chances and, and have possession of the ball, but didn't really give themselves a, a foothold in the game and, and have an opportunity. And um, and to be fair, he put his best side out, you know what I mean? Forrest give it a good go. So it's a one-off opportunity for Nottingham Forest to um, to have a, have a cup run, but you know, it was the worst possible draw for them side because Frank's obviously keen to um, win a trophy this year, so he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to uh, be beaten on his, uh, his first game for Chelsea in the FA Cup as a manager at home, and you know, what I mean, he wanted to he wanted to put a put a mark on the game, and, and I thought he did so with with some very good performances, and you know, what I mean, and and, and I think there's more to come from them, and uh, the more we talk about the FA Cup, um, I think Chelsea could be uh, could be one of the sides which uh, could go all the way if he uh, if he's if he's got a squad of what he's got to to pick from going forward, as long as the, as long as the draws are quite are quite kind to them. Yeah, I agree. I um, think they'll be up there. Uh, Hudson Odoi is a really good player. Um, oh, I extremely like talented. Yeah. I've got to say, yeah. I think Ross Barkley looks back to his best. Yeah, uh, I thought he was excellent. I thought he was excellent. Yeah, I think uh, he's he's confident. He's, he, he he wants the ball. He needs the ball. And I think at Everton, uh, he was a little bit. You know what I mean? That the expectations were high. Where he was a big fish in a little pond. Where now he's 
Uh, you know what I mean? He's he's now batting on with some world class players, and you know what I mean. He's probably found his level and, and his level for training, his level for games, and and long may that continue because it can only be good for him internationally, um, and and it can help him kick on as a player because um, you know what I mean. He's he's he's, he's he'll be under good uh, excellent guidance from the manager because he's he's a similar sort of player. You know, he's probably technically better than Frank, but he wants likes to get in the box and score goals and exactly what the manager used to do as a as a player. Yeah, indeed. Um... So correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm way off the mark. Um, I think Forrest have got problems. Um, the last month or two, I think they've really struggled to, to just do anything going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Not creating the chances they were. You know, if you go back to maybe November time, mm. um, we were talking about Lewis Grabham changing games and just scoring goals for fun. They were creating yeah. chances. And now they just look... Tepid, um, yeah. You know, I'm not I think, expecting them to, to to rip Chelsea apart. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. they've yeah, they've, been... had, they've had a couple. They've had, they've, they've had a couple of pos- more positive results over the last over the last couple of weeks over Christmas time. But mm. you know what I mean? They've lost they've lost a lot more games. You know that 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 I think especially in front of the goal side that, that that's what's surprising me with the players they've got going forward. You know what I mean? Where, what the, the ability they've got the, the ability they've got out wide. Um, they're not. They're not creating and finishing the chances that they used to at the start of the season, and I think that's coming back to bite them on the backside a little bit, and um, and that's obviously going to be worrying for the manager because you know what I mean, it's a long season, and uh, and now they're now they're playing catch up to to some of the sides in the playoffs. You know what I mean? The Brentfords are like, and you know because of because of what's going on, and I think that uh, that potentially might cause them a, a problem come well come the window really because they need they've got a big decision to make. You know what I mean? Do they? It's stick or twist, isn't it? You know that. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, 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 there's other sides um, dropping points in the league. You know what I mean? They, they, they found themselves behind Brentford. For me, they were, they, were, they, were, they were comfortable in third. You know what I mean? Fulham are only a point behind them. Swansea are only a couple of points behind them. And, um, and it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's the games coming up thick and fast. You know what I mean? Reading, they play next in form. You know what I mean? Forest home form hasn't been great as well. So, you know what I mean? They play Luton after that. And Luton will go to City ground in, in fuller confidence. So, it's... Um, it's, it'll be an interesting, interesting time ahead for uh, for Nottingham Forest to see uh, to see how uh, how things do go. Yeah, I wonder. I, I wonder if their squad's big enough. But then I look at their squad and they've got some superb players. Yeah, um, they have. Yeah, and I but strength and depth. Difficult side, to it's, put what it's your strength, finger strength, on, isn't it? Yeah, strength in depth. There's no point having thirty players if the if there's ten who aren't good enough to to, to play in, in certain positions. You know, what I mean, you need strength in depth. So. For me, you could have a you could have a squad of eighteen, strong eighteen, um, but um, but at the same time, you, you need you need strength and depth. Yeah, definitely. Um, so next up, we've got a, another Welsh team to cover. Uh, it was Millwall three, Newport nil, Newport County from just um, down the road from me. Yeah, um, another 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 one. Side we they just didn't get going, didn't get going again. Um, letting some ridiculous goals, um, especially from set pieces. You know, I mean, the biggest bugbear for me this season is in the championship is 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 corners, set pieces, and um, they must have been fully aware of of Matt Smith and he scores from a corner. You know, what I mean, they give a penalty away, um, which which Mahoney smashes in, and it's game over then. And, and second half really irrelevant. It's about keeping the score down. And I thought Tom Bradshaw scores an excellent an excellent goal um, after that. But you know, what I mean, you just need to be um, 
you just need to play the play the game, not the occasion. In, in, in a way, you know what I mean. It's like I don't know. They, were, they probably they went there with um, uh, probably too much respect for a for a side who's, who's who's playing well. You spoke about you spoke about Gary Rowlett, Gary Gary Rowett earlier and about how well um, they're playing. Yes, they are playing well, um, but at the same time, they're there for the they're there for the they're there for the taking and. Um, and Newport County last year had, a, had an excellent cup run. You know what I mean? They beat Middlesbrough. They played Leicester City um, live on TV. They made themselves a lot of money. And you know what I mean? They'll be, they'll be very disappointed that they've got themselves knocked out. They would have fancied Millwall, I think. Oh, oh, things are sight. You know what I mean? They, they, they had nothing to lose. But again, you know what I mean? There wasn't, there wasn't that many chances created. You know what I mean? I was expecting them to go there and have a, and have a real go. You know what I mean? I, I know you picked uh, you picked someone who you fancied uh, as a, as an upset. I picked someone with a, who I fancied as an upset. And I couldn't I couldn't have been further from the truth. I think mine got beat four 0 You know what I mean? Yeah, so I think you know, these 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 things. But you, but at the same time, so you don't know what, what's being said in house. You know what I mean? That that Newport have got an opportunity to um, to do something in the league. So our managers our managers having the same thought process in the championship and in and in League Two than they are in the Premier League. That we're not going to win this FA Cup. So. Yeah. Let's rest. Let's rest a couple of players. I do think. I do think that that has filtered down over the, the last few years to the to Championship League One. You know, well, Jared, Jared, Jared Bourne side. Jared Bourne was sub on Saturday. That says it all for me. Yeah. it's a whole. It's whole cities. You know what I mean? So whole city see see the Championship is more important than the than the FA Cup. And you can understand it, but you know, by it's all okay. accounts, like for Newport, but not if you get not if you get beat, side. Not if you if you get beat as a, as a, as a football supporter. How do you feel? Yeah, of course. It's, you know what I mean? So it's, and you it's, it's, a, wants it's a tough one, isn't it? Me. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one because, you know what I mean? I, I look at, um, uh, there was a good stat on Oxford United. Oxford United scored the most goals in the, out of all leagues and scored the big heart level 4-1 in the FA Cup on Saturday. Obviously, they, they played Man City, didn't they, in the, in the, in the EFL Cup a few weeks ago in the, in the quarter-final before Man City progressed through, whatever it was. And, you get a little bit of a taste for it, Si. You get a, you get a reputation for for being a, a cup upset inside, and um, and and fans expect it. And it's how you generate your money. Your budget your budget can be paid for by uh, by a couple of good performances. Cup. Yeah, yeah, spot on, mate. Um, so yeah, I think Newport will be disappointed, but ultimately, you know, no one expected them to go and beat Millwall. Millwall were in on fire. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> uh, recently. And what job Gary Rowett's doing, which goes to show yeah, that it's not, it wasn't the Millwall players that was the problem. Just mm. not to go back to Harris and blame it. I'm not blaming Harris for everything, but, but the point being, uh, Rowett hasn't signed anyone mm. since uh, Neil Harris left. He's mm. doing with the same players, but he's yeah. playing a different style of football. He's playing different tactics and he's, you know, he's coming up with the goods. Yeah, totally agree. Goes to show totally if you get agree. the right man in. Totally agree. Yep, they can uh, they can yeah. work wonders. Uh, next up is my actually my favourite match of the the whole round. It's a great uh, game. Yeah, really, great really, game. really enjoyed it. Uh, and that was Watford three, Tranmere three. Great game. Not oh, a uh, it had uh, it had everything. Si. It had everything. It had um, it had it had changes for Watford. It had some fresh players coming on to prove a point for. To Nigel Pearson, it had some great goals, it had some mistakes, some VAR calls, some awful defending, like you say. Um, the first goal was um, Del Bashira, I thought it was a great strike from the edge of the box, but he was given an age to, to take a touch and bend it in the corner from his left foot. And I just thought, 
I don't know. I expected the defender to come out and fly and put his body on the line and hope for the best and and and, and stop it. But um, and then the most strange, probably the strangest goal of the of the, um, of the weekend for me that I saw Tramia trying to play like Barcelona out from the oh, back. Jesus. And you know, I just, saw that and I thought of you straight away where we've but, talked about Derby and all the different mm. clubs trying to do this. Well, do you know what, Si? When, uh, when I seen it, and it wasn't the first mistake because they got away with it. It wasn't the second <laughs> one because they got away with it. It was then they still tried to do it. Yeah. Which makes me think, Si, that it's, it's not the players. It's the manager who's telling them to do it. So, um, yes, it's the players' fault because, you know what I mean? But if the players can't do it, don't make them do it. You know what I mean? I, I felt sorry for the, 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 the Some of them looked like a fish out of water. They were trying to keep the ball against these good players and, and then they make three mistakes and all of a sudden... Um, you know what I mean? Pereira's there, uh, Shalaba's there, sorry, just to curl it in. And, you know what I mean? You can't, you can't overplay like that. You know what I mean? You can't overplay. And then uh, I thought Pereira's was a good finish. Uh, excellent play by success and Andre Gray. Um, and it just gave, it, it gave him a 3 0 lead at half time. And you just think, um, you think game over straight away. You don't think, you don't think the magic of the FA Cup at all. And, um, and then VAR came on at half time, I think, for Tramia, uh substitution, <laughs> which, which, uh, which is great. And, um, because on another day, Si, you know, was, let, let me start there. The, the, the first goal was an awful decision by the linesman, an absolute yeah. awful decision by the linesman, and which makes me, I was so glad that it wasn't a Tramia because that goal would have been chalked off and yeah. you, you would never have got a comeback. But the linesman made the decision. He got it horribly wrong. Um, but then this probably drives me mad what I'm just about to say, that, that then linesmen are just flagging about anything because if he has made a mistake, he knows he's going to get rectified and, and sorted out by somebody else. From, you know what I mean? So he's, yeah. his position is redundant now. He might as well not be there. Well, um, interestingly, uh, I don't know if it was the Tramia manager, there was one of the lower league managers uh, said in his post-master interview that, you know, basically said that the linesmen, they don't want linesmen and referees from the Premier League because they're used to not making decisions, mm-hmm. because they'll leave it to uh, VAR, which, you know, I didn't. That didn't really spring to mind. Like I know we've talked about no. like linesmen and. I totally agree. Sort of thing, I, yeah, I totally agree. Like, why would you want those referees, even though they're supposedly the best ones in the com- country? Mm. Yeah. They're used to just kind of. Yeah. But then, but then, say, saying that side, while, while we're on about VAR, we'll, I'll just just transfer over to another game that the uh, Crystal Palace derby game that the ref went out, went over to the. Um, the, the the camera at the side of the pitch and saw a, a headbutt by Mihalovic or whatever he's called um, against uh, Huds, um, was it Huddleston um, yeah. and got himself a red card. So you know what I mean. It, over the weekend, it's it's hopefully proved a lot, to a lot of people that it can be used better if you just trust your, trust your own judgment and trust your own decisions because you don't want someone else saying it's a red card. All you need somebody to say is, I think you need to look at that again, and then you go over. Look at it again. You've missed it because you can't see everything and you don't know what you're looking at at the time. You know what I mean? You can't be everywhere. You know what I mean? We're all human beings. We're all making mistakes. It's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a game where everything's happening. You know what I mean? It's an FA Cup game as well. But um, You know what I mean? But VAR got, got that decision right at the Watford game. Um, uh, the, the offside. Jennings got, got the goal, the first goal. Um, and then, oh, then awful goalkeeping again. So it was Backman who came in. Um, trying to trust, trying to catch a ball, sir. You know what I mean? So just, just, just get something on it and punch it away. You don't have to catch. You don't have to. You know what I mean? See, Especially I disagree now. with that, and but you know why I disagree with that? Because oh. they they do those drills, catching, uh, catching under pressure, 
and he wasn't even under pressure anyway. But they mm. do they, they catch like hundreds Awful. of those per day. Yeah. And I think it is to quote my one of my favorite phases, uh, piss poor to drop yeah, that, and he was so not weird. even under pressure. No, but it'd gone past. It'd gone past the. Um, it'd gone past the, the 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 attackers, and then dropped it the other way. It, it, it didn't make sense to me what he was trying to do. I don't, I don't know no. what was going what was going through his head. You know, he let his side down. Yeah, well, it, well, the thing is, you have got the VAR decision there. You've got a goalkeeper mistake there, and then you've got um, um, another another VAR call, which uh, I don't know. Do you think it, uh, you couldn't see from the picture. You know what I mean? So you, how can you have VAR and the the camera doesn't cover the that part of the pitch? Hmm. No, no, well, no. And, and things and things are, you've got to give it then, haven't you? You've got to give it because if there's any doubt in your mind, you know what I mean. It, it, you've I given the referee, you, you've given the referee an easy call. You know what I mean? You dive in the box, I. It's you know what I mean. Yeah, you know it's it is what it is and. Uh, I thought Mullins' penalty was excellent. I thought he smashed yeah, it in. You're under pressure as well. Three, three, two. You know what I mean? FA Cup away to get your side a replay at, at Prenton Park. Um, but then I thought it was absolutely awful by Pereira to do what he did. You know what I mean? Just kicking out. You know what I mean? Because it was uh, just so petulant. You know what I mean? You're three 0 up. You're drawing three all. Uh, there's no. You know what I mean? It's just it was it was a little kick. But you, you don't need to do it. So just, you just look stupid. You got yourself a one game ban, which I thought he did all right. By the way, going forward, scores himself a good goal. And now. Now he's going to miss a Premier League game. All for, all for having a kick Stupidity. out. Stupidity. Just it's frustration, wasn't it? Mm. But like, I thought it was a penalty, I've got to say. Um, but I was absolutely astounded that the camera didn't cover... I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. ...part so. of the area. I just couldn't... I was just couldn't like, believe what it. is going on? Yeah, couldn't um, believe it. And yeah, like you say, the kick out, the defending in this game from both teams was dreadful. Oh, absolutely disgusting! Embarrassing, absolutely disgusting. But I think, uh, I think sometimes, or <laughs> in the FA Cup, you get well, not just in the FA Cup. Sometimes when there's, we see it in Championship that you get drawn into it. You know what I mean? And 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 I think the way that um, Chami defended, you know what I mean? It just the, the Watford just seemed to get get brought into it themselves, and their defending was was just as bad as um, as Chami's was in the first half. Uh, yeah, they were. <laughs> They just—I don't know what went on with them at halftime. They just went to pieces, really. Like, and, and I'm surprised what... as well, you know, because, uh, because Nigel, Nigel, Pearson, Nigel Pearson, you know what I mean? He and he said it in halftime. He was quite—he uh, said it probably at the end. He was very blunt that the players were good enough to see the game out, but obviously they weren't good enough. And and obviously I need to address that. And you know what I mean? He made a lot of changes, and uh, I thought success was excellent. Um, I thought Gray did really well up, up top, led the line really well. I thought Pereira's got a good goal. Chalobah. I like him anyway, um, but you can't defend like that side in, in any league, never mind against their League Two side, because they're going to bombard you because, because that's what they've got. They'll put long balls long forward, uh, forward long, and you know what I mean? They'll keep doing it, you know what I mean? And and, and then they've got the rewards in the end. Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, Nigel Pearson, I've got to say. Um, but there we go. Okay, so we'll just cover the, the last, uh, the other games. Obviously, we can't go through all the games. No, um, we'll be here all day. So uh, next up, we got Bristol and Shrewsbury. Um, do, do you know what I I thought this was absolute nailed on. It was obviously one of the early games, and um, I thought Bristol City. I mean, they got they got the early goal uh, from a good header, uh, and then second half, I thought Shrewsbury were absolutely excellent. You know, I mean, they really came into the game and 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 showed Bristol City absolutely zero respect, which I think is the only way to do it in the FA Cup. And, 
Um, got themselves a well-deserved equaliser from from Gosp from the edge of the box, hit the post and went in, and and probably could have nicked it in the end. But for a team like Shrewsbury against Bristol City, they probably wanted the draw to go into the replay, uh, a potential game for Sky or TV, BT, whatever it may be, because Shrewsbury at home, they'll probably get a sellout. Bristol City will probably take a few fans with them as well, and because um, it's not it's not too far, is it? I know it's cross country. Um, no. And uh, and it could be a little money maker for them because if they do get knocked out, they made a little bit of money. If they, if they, if they manage to get through, then, then they're laughing all the way at the bank, so to speak. But uh, decent game, and uh, I thought Shrewsbury deserved to get something from it. Yeah, proper FA Cup game, wasn't it? And they yeah. deserved uh, good and thundering. Didn't think Bristol were great, really. No, but but you know. the struggle, the struggle side recently. You know what I mean? Lee Johnson's lost his cool the last few weeks, and <laughs> you know what I mean. So you know what I mean. I think he was expecting. You know what I mean? Probably a a, a tough game, so you know, and he certainly got that. And you know what I mean? He's he's not he's not uh, he's not out of the woods yet because he's he's his side aren't, aren't delivering the performances and the results that he needs to to move forward. Yeah, yeah. I think um, Bristol could have done without uh, you know a, a replay, really. But yeah, is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Sometimes you got to just suck it up with the FA Cup and <laughs> just got to do it. And if you know you get those games where you just got a team, you're playing a team from a lower league, and they're just you know they're not as good as you technically, but yeah. on that day they just got a bit more, bit more about them. Yeah, exactly. Totally agree. Uh, so oh, I've gone off the screen, mate. Sorry. Next one, uh, Brighton Sheffield Wednesday. Brighton Sheffield, yeah. Um, I thought I thought Brighton were excellent first half. So I've seen the extended highlights of this, and um, uh, I thought uh, my, my pie. First half could have had a couple of goals. Um, thought Sheffield's goalkeeper uh, Dawson. It was this week to change change them over. Thought it was excellent. I thought it made 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 a few really good saves. Um, Fletcher led the line again. Um, obviously back from illness. Um, I thought Adam Reach's free kick was was excellent. Very clever. You know what I mean to uh, to hit it low through the wall is yeah. is a, is a skill in itself. You know what I mean because I, when I, when I, when I, when I was watching it, I knew he scored. Um, but when it was a free kick, I thought he's, he's he's going over the wall here, going over the wall. But to go through players is a skill in itself as well because it catches goalkeepers out. It was the perfect angle, angle, sorry, to go over the wall as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it so was. I, but I think that's saying, what the keeper was going to do. He took a he took a step, and then all of a sudden he couldn't get down. He, he, well, he certainly couldn't get down. So he went through a couple of defenders and attackers. Yeah, goalkeepers gambling. See on free kicks, yeah. can't do it. No, got to watch the ball. Says the. The daddy goalkeeper, but yeah, I thought Adam Reach, <clears throat> excuse me, was uh, superb. Um, yeah. And I know we've sung his praises a lot uh, this year. Yeah. I thought he was, you know, against the Premier League team. I thought he was just run the game. Uh, yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Brentford versus Stoke. Brentford versus Stoke. Why can't I find this one? Don't know. Did I just make that up? No, there we go. Um, here we go. I just found it on there. That ah, I look at this. I look at this game side as well. Um, you know what I mean? That Brentford. Um, they've been flying, haven't they? You know what I mean? And they made a whole lot of changes. Stoke again made um, some changes. Changed the goalkeeper because I thought Jack, Jack Butland's been excellent. Um, and then didn't put Federici in. Which I found was quite interesting. Mm. Uh, put a young, well, not he's not even young. Uh, Adam Davies he put in, uh, twenty-seven. So, which I found really interesting because they've had the goalkeeping issues this year, and I thought Fidurici's been excellent when 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 called upon. 
Um, so when Jeff Bunton for me, he's, he's, he's turned his season around, turned his form around, but um, didn't play. Um, but I think their concentration has got to be first and foremost on the league. I think that's why um, they did make a few changes. And Brentford got the goal just before half time, and I never really looked. Um, it never really looked like a game which which either wanted to get into. You know what I mean for both for for, for different reasons. Brentford are, are sitting in the position in the league where um, I think they'd have probably taken a, a defeat, um, knowing that they can hopefully catch uh, Leeds or West Brom, but. Uh, which is going to be a bit a, t- a, took off, t- a tough ask. And uh, Stoke obviously want to try and get out of the relegation dogfight and don't want to knock the confidence too much. But at the same time, you want to save your, your good results for the league and to get out the, the mire that they're in. And um, I thought Brentford probably just shaded it with the better chances. I thought Stoke had a couple of half, half chances, but I think uh, Brentford deserved it with the, with the goal that they scored. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, wor- <clears throat> I'm worrying about uh, Stoke, I've got to be honest. It's inconsistency um, side for me. They're so inconsistent, it's absolutely scary. Like we've said numerous times, the league table don't lie. We've nope. said no one's too good to go down. Nope. We, you know, at the start of the season or in the early part of the season, we thought it was going to be Huddersfield who was going to be the ones who were going to yeah. kind of just keep going and going. Um, yeah. But Stoke just cannot get a run, no. a run together win, of games. The winner, the winner game, and then they go on, then they go and blow it with a with a game which probably you expect them to go and win. You know what I mean? Because I. It's it's confidence. I I know they wouldn't wanted another game, but you know what I mean. You, you go into a game wanting to keep your confidence going, win, 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 and unfortunately that's not happened at the minute. And you know what I mean. They've they've got some big big games coming up because you just said it there. They're not they're not they're not too big and too good to go down because you know what I mean. There's someone's going to go on and run down there. And, you know what I mean. I'll just feel look like they they're getting themselves out of it. Middlesbrough obviously on a great run, so they need something similar to get themselves out of it. Yep. Uh, next up, we got the All Championship tie between Charlton and West Brom with Kenneth Sahor getting the winner. Kenneth, yeah, Kenneth got himself a winner. I'd, I'd more or less say this to be uh, Charlton's reserves against West Brom's reserves because yeah. uh, they both made ridiculous amount of changes. The, the best thing for probably West Brom is he changed his formation. He played two up front, so he played Charlie Austin and Kenneth Sahor. And obviously, Sahor got himself a goal. I thought Charlie Austin was excellent again. Um, Chris Brunt played on one wing, uh, Edwards played on the other, you know what I mean? So four four players who, don't, who aren't playing that regular at the minute. Um, but yeah, deserved for me, deserved a win. I'm feeling really sorry for um, Lee Boyer at the minute, you know what I mean? He obviously made a lot of changes and, and I don't really see sees the FA Cup as a priority. His league and, and to stay in the Championship is, is, is Lee's main, main, main priority and, and that needs to happen for, for him as a manager and for the football club in, in general. But I don't know, you know what I mean? I said at the start of the show, side that you make that many changes, you know what I mean? As a football fan, you're going to the game expecting and looking forward to a, a hopeful FA Cup run and getting a Premier League side at home so you can enjoy a, a nice game and a nice day out maybe in the future and it doesn't happen with the teams that, that, are, that are getting selected and you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the... Uh, at the, at the Charlton team now, you know what I mean? You've got your centre-forward, Davison, Josh Davison, young boy, up front, you've got uh, Henry, uh, Aaron Henry, another young boy. You know what I mean? That makes his debut. Yeah, it's you know, it's 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 like the managers and teams are not bothered if they get knocked out the FA Cup. Where as a player, I'd be distraught if if that was my club and we were getting knocked out. You know what I mean? It was just yeah, it was always magical for me the FA Cup as a fan, as a young boy growing up, and especially as a player, I've got some great memories of, as as playing as a player. So yeah. I'm the same, I, and that was one of the things which disappointed me a bit about the Cardiff uh, attendance 
as I remember, like third round of the cup, I remember some massive games for Cardiff, like Nathan Blake scoring and against yeah. Man City and the Leeds game and you know, yeah. all these different FA Cup memories. Um, and I know, you know, I understand that Carlisle are not the biggest draw, but, you know, it just, it depress- I find it a bit disappointing that teams don't take it more seriously. However, I completely get it for Charlton. They've got a small squad. Yeah, yeah. They've got to stay up, you know. Um, I, do you think Lee Bowyer was distracted by the Cardiff speculation? Um, there's something signed. There's something that obviously what, which it's just not working out for him at the minute. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's uh, coincide with um, with obviously the injured Live Live Taylor. You know what I mean? That that, that the form dipped once. You know what I mean? Once he got injured a little bit. You know what I mean? He was their talisman. Everything happened. But I don't think it can help Sai. You know because if he if he was all you don't know how close he was to get the job Sai. If he was yeah. all set and all ready to go mentally, he's not there in mind. Oh, body, you know what I mean. So you just you just never know, sight. You don't know what's happened behind closed doors. You know what I mean. They've just been ta- they've just been taken over as well. So is he looking over his shoulder, thinking that they're going to bring a big big name manager in who's going to spend loads of money, and I'm not going to keep my job anymore? And I could have been at a, another club, and now I'm going to lose my job. It's I hope he doesn't because he he, he deserves all the accolades what he's got for uh, for putting them in a position where they where they are in the championship. Never mind, you know what I mean for what he did last season in League One. So. He deserves he deserves a lot more time than, than a lot of other people. Spot on, mate. I um well, I think I said I said text you, didn't I, when the speculation was going on, and I had been told that he'd basically been offered the Cardiff job, and then it was looking yeah. like he was, you know, it was looking yeah. pretty much done, and then all of a sudden they'd announced Neil Harris, and I said to you, "Is like that seems weird?" Because yeah, it was, I, I didn't get it. The Doesn't person who had told me that would know, and yeah. Yes, it was odd. Maybe he felt like that too. Well, you just you just don't know, do you? you know what I mean? You, yeah. it, it, it can it can knock you. You know what I mean? It's like pulling the rug on, from under somebody's feet. You know, what I mean? you don't know how late in the day that was that was done with the with the deal. So yeah, and, who, and whose decision that was? And it can leave a bit of, bit of taste in your mouth. Really, can it can it sometimes? Yeah, I mean, it, if you think you've got a job and then suddenly someone tells you you haven't, or you find out. Because someone else has got it, it's yep. gonna could potentially allegedly. Yeah, that's uh, gonna affect you. Yeah, of course it's it is. Uh, next up, Fulham with the uh, I wouldn't call it a shock really, but you know an upset. Yeah, uh, Fulham well, I, beat I, I Villa. Think, I, I think I would have called it an upset side if it was if it was Aston Villa's strongest side. You know yeah. what I mean? But they've obviously got bigger fish to fry. They've got an F, they've got a league which is far more important than the FA Cup and. You know, I mean, the, w- the way to make it um, more important is 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 to give a Champions League place for the winner of the FA Cup. Then teams probably yeah. would take it a little bit more serious. Uh, but Villa made what I think a full a full side worth of changes, which is obviously the manager's prerogative. He can do what he wants. You know, what I mean, Fulham didn't play their best team. He didn't have um, Mitrovic didn't play. But uh, w- one thing I will say, side the two goals from Fulham were absolutely outstanding. Knockout's first goal was was excellent, and to think that would be beaten. Um, later on which for me was I thought Harry Hart's goal was absolutely outstanding Harry Hart came on and a minute later on scores an absolute worldie uh, which is great and um, I thought Villa were, Villa were okay they created, they created some good chances I think they probably um, probably deserved something out of the game because of the just the quality of Fulham's goals you know what I mean it, it takes obviously something of, of the two fantastic goals to, 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 to win the game and you know what I mean uh, obviously Villa now 
got to stay up. You know, they've got a lot of injuries. They've got a couple of Tom Heaton, who I think did his knee and is going to be out for the for the rest of the rest of the season for the for the year. So they've got some big decisions to make now. Yeah, I was. Um, I've been very impressed with Villa this year, um, particularly Jack Grealish and uh, the other one. Uh, what's his name? Uh, John McGinn. Yeah, here's, um, here's a question for you then, Sai. So, Aston Villa captain, uh, Jack Grealish. Uh, an opportunity to, I don't know, what, in five games' time in the FA Cup to walk your team out of Wembley, potentially lifting the FA Cup, and you're not in the starting 11. How do you feel? You're not even in the bench. How do you feel? Me, personally, I'd be pissed off because I'd want to play. Um, I don't know how these footballers and stuff, how they think, you would probably know better than me, but like to me, I'd want to play every game. I've never known, I've never known to rest 11 players, you know what I mean? Did, did, yes, did, they, all, did they all go to the game? Did they all, go, did they all go and watch the game? Or did, they, or did they go on holiday for the weekend? Did, did, they, did they fly over to... Because for me, Si, right, if you're, if you're having a rest, you're sat at home with your feet up, Yes. Are you telling me that all of those players who didn't play sat at home and rested up and had a massage and looked after themselves, or did they get on a plane, go to Euro Disney, go to Dubai, go and get some sun for the weekend? Go to Magaluf altogether. Well, do you know what I mean? So, team spirit, team bonding. Yeah, that, that, like it just doesn't. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's difficult. Yeah, I know what you mean. If they, if uh, they don't yeah. win, if they don't win next Saturday, side, what, what was the point of it all? No, and the thing is. When you when you change eleven players from a team, it's very difficult to to get. You know, even if the eleven players you bring in are great players, it's yeah. very difficult to get any type of um, like fluidity or any type of you know just good patterns to your game because you, they've not played. You know, yeah. all those players have been playing twenty minutes here and there off the bench. If that. And then suddenly you're asking them to play against the Fulham side who've got the likes of Knockhart and... Um, Premier League Premier League players. Yeah. Top players. Mitrovic. Yeah. Or who was the other one? Uh, Harry Arter. You know, this... yeah, the Fulham side, they were absolutely full of them. You know, inundated with, with, with good players. And you know what I mean? It, it, uh, for me, I don't, I don't see that as an upset. You know what I mean? Last season, Fulham were the Premier League side and, and Villa were the Championship side. So, you know what I mean? They've just, they, they just switched this year. They could, they could, they could switch yeah. back next year. So you just, yeah, you're just passing in the wind at the minute. Those, 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 those kind of teams. Passing in the wind. Did you say passing? What did that? What? What? what, what ships no, in the nights. Ships uh, in the nights. I wasn't sure if you said pissing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up is the Palace game, but I've just gone off it. Um, yeah. Um, well, we, we spoke about the VAR decision. Well, uh, Palace derby. Palace Derby, yeah, uh, the VR decision about the headbutt on uh, Tom Hudson. Um, um, Derby looked like they turned things around a little bit with uh, the obviously inc- the inclusion of uh, Mr. Mr. Rooney um, sitting in midfield, new captain. You know what I mean? Change of fortunes, round of the team, which overnight, which uh, just it just baffles me. I don't get it. Um, but uh, when you've got players like Chris Martin in the team, you know what I mean? And you've got someone like uh, Tom Lawrence and. Uh, you've got Wayne Rooney, Tom Alderson. You know, I mean, these kind of players. Side, we, I'm not surprised that they can turn it around. It's the can they be more consistent? You know that 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 team has not changed just because they've got one little player in the side. It's just it's, it's, it's it doesn't happen. You know what I mean? That Palace made a host of changes. They didn't play Wilfred Zaha, which is obviously a big 
he's the, he's the best player. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he creates all the, all, all the problems. You know what I mean? That, that Roy Hodgson is not stupid. He knows that um, what's more important, the Premier League, of course. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't even say it was a massive massive upset again. You know what I mean? You, you see on Twitter and you say, oh, Derby have beaten Crystal Palace, Championship side. You know what I mean? They're down the bottom of the... T- Rubbish. You know what I mean? Derby have been... The, the, the distance between the, the leagues, there's probably about six places over the last yeah. couple of years because Palace are always down the bottom and Derby have always been at the top. So it's not a massive upset one little bit. And you know what I mean? Derby obviously won through the week with 10 men against Charlton and then, then they won again. So they're going into the game with loads of confidence and Chris Martin scores goals. He, I thought it was a very good finish, tidy finish. And, and obviously you've got two very good midfielders there who just bossed the game with, with loads of experience. So for me, it's not an upset at all. But you know what I mean? Fair play to Derby. They'll the, the go marching on the next round and, and Crystal Palace focus which on the most important thing, which is the Premier League. Yeah, they got to. The Palace yeah. can't afford, you know, they can't afford to be going down. Um, no. So, does it say a lot about the Derby players that they needed Wayne Rooney to get their season going? Um, or does yeah, it possibly. say more about the manager? Um, I think it probably just. I think it probably just side to be honest. I think I think it probably shows that that they needed. Um, a little bit of leadership on the pitch, you know what I mean? Which obviously Tom Hudson, I mean, then looks a bit silly, you know, for example. But maybe, maybe Richard Keogh was was more of a leader than what people think, because obviously yeah. with him with him missing, so you know, what I mean, maybe he brought uh, a leadership quality, not obviously the footballing ability of Wayne Rooney, but he had he had other qualities which got got the lads going on the pitch. So um, yeah, maybe maybe he's a bigger miss than what we what we believe him to be. Yeah, possibly he organised the parties. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, Preston two, Norwich four. Great game. Yeah, uh, yeah, great game. But a surprise for me because you know what I mean. I think I thought Norwich. Um, obviously, they've got massive issues in the Premier League, and and they'll see this as a as an easy way out. And yeah, you know, I made a couple of changes. But when you're making changes, side and and they the work out, and you've got players who've got a point to prove, then then that's a different kettle of fish. You know what I mean? Because Every player wants to play. You know, every player should want to play. Sorry, you know what I mean. That's 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 the way that I look at it. You know what I mean. So when you've got a, a lad who's got wants to prove a point and and uh, comes on and scores a hat trick in in Ida, then then you've got an opportunity because um, you know what I mean. That he, he, he got himself a hat trick and scored very good goals as well. He scored one from forty yards. Um, scored, scored himself a penalty and um, so should be extremely proud of himself. But I thought Norwich excellent. I thought some of the football I played and. Uh, one touch football, through balls, pace. They had. It, it looked like they had a, a freshness and a and a way of doing it. You know, what I mean, this lad has got a hat trick. Eighteen years old. You know, so um, if he could uh, put himself put himself up top um, with obviously the prolific goal scorer who's scoring all their goals in the Premier League. You know what I mean, uh, Mister Pucky. Then they've obviously then 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 who knows what who knows what might happen. Well, I if I was Adam, I'd I'd be very disappointed if I wasn't in the squad start, and in the yeah. starting eleven. Start, yeah, side. If he doesn't start, if he doesn't start on Saturday, there's something wrong. Something wrong. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? The manager's got to find space for him. You've got to reward um, a performance like that. You know what I mean? You can't. You know what I mean? His 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 first finish I thought was excellent. His second finish was outstanding from forty yards after. a uh, clearance from the goalkeeper and then he got himself a penalty so you know I thought was, he should be extremely proud of the way he did I thought Preston carried on after being 3-0 down um, got themselves a couple of a couple of decent goals um, uh, Billy Borden scored the first and set the second up I thought it was excellent um, but yeah I thought Norwich had far too much for, 
for Preston, who've, who were on the slide a little bit, Si. Um, you know what I mean? We, I'm not saying I told you so to everybody who's, uh, who's listening, um, because it's not nice to see teams on the slide, especially the way that how, how well they started, you know, because if, if they fizzle out, it'll just be, it, they'll end up finishing mid table and they'll still look us, or still, still make me look stupid. So I can't win either way. So I think I'd, I'd prefer them to carry on and get in the playoffs and then, then be made to look really stupid. Yeah, same here. I, um, and they were playing some lovely stuff as well. They just, I think yeah. their squad's just not big enough. Yeah, uh, I, I to agree. Accommodate so. everything and all the games and the amount of games they've had. Um, yeah. But yeah, but also, I thought they did well also, to stay in the game. Yeah. Also, side with that, with that though, what do you do? Do you go? Do you go and spend? Do you go and spend x amount of money in the in the window to try and push on for the rest of the season, or, or do you, are you just happy to finish where you finish? I know Alex Alex Neil Alex Neil will want to push on and, and, and bring in players and, and want to get in the playoffs and hopefully make the Premier League, but the chairman and the manager thinking on those same lines are two different animals. So it's be a different yeah different I, kettle of fish that conversation. Well, if he thinks like we did at the start of the season. He probably will be happy to just let it know, slide, yeah. let us see out the season, stay up yeah. comfortably. Yeah. Uh, and then the final game of our coverage was Rotherham two, Hull City three. Great game, side, great game. Uh, local derby, uh, had everything. Uh, last minute winner, um, sending off, um, hat trick. Uh, from is it was it Tom Eves? Tom Eves, yeah, yeah. Tom Eves got himself a hat trick and a good hat trick as well. I thought, he was, I thought he was outstanding. But um, when you've got three players, uh, two players to come off the bench in um, Guziki and, and Jared Bowen, when you uh, when you're two one down, you've, crazy, you've always yeah. you, you've got an opportunity, side, haven't you? You know what I mean? That the manager obviously thought um, that he had enough quality in his squad to to see Rotherham off and. But the game didn't go the way that they thought at half time. They were two one down just before half time. The squad just before half time. But obviously Thompson got himself a red card, uh, and rightly so. Um, but then the second half is a different kettle of fish. When you've got those kind of players to come off the bench and uh, and then you, you equalise straight away. You know what I mean? More or less, from Tommy Eve scored after six six minutes, and you you, you bought more after the hour. And you keep knocking on that door, knocking on that door. And the longer the game was going to go, you could you could probably see a winner, and it was always going to be Holland. You know, what I mean, that's what the FA Cup's all about for me. You, you see teams scoring in the last minute, and you see fans running on the pitch. It's just that—that's what it is for me. That's the magic of the FA Cup, and you know, and that's what I want to see all the time because the passion, and that—and that's what the FA Cup's about. It's an all sellout, sold-out stadium. You know, what I mean, oh, it's not—it's not a massive stadium, uh, the New York Stadium, but it doesn't matter. You know, what I mean, you want to see fans running on the pitch. You want to see red cards. You want to see guts and thunder and and all sorts in in one game. And you know what I mean and when there's five thousand people there, so you don't get you don't get anything happening because nothing gets excited. Even a bad tackle just gets forgotten about, or an incident gets gets forgotten about. So when there's twelve thousand fans there, you know what I mean, and everyone wants blood from each player. You know what I mean? It happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, spot on, mate. I um, <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, Grzycki and Bowen were both in our both of our uh, yep. team of the years. Uh, for the whole of the 2019, which says mm. everything, and when you yeah. bring those quality of that level on, yeah. you know, rather than we're always going to struggle in the final minutes because they had worked so hard, they were, you know, they were tired and they were running out of steam. But I thought they did very, very well, rather. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we'll uh, finish off now with some questions on our uh, two for twos. So. For our two for twos, we'll start with the ups. This is where myself and Andy pick uh, two players or teams 
who've had a nightmare and two players or teams who've had a blinder. So I'll start with the apps, mate. Who's you got first? My uh, first one, I've gone for uh, success for Watford. Um, it's just his all-round attacking play. I thought he was outstanding. He set two goals up. Um, he's just always wanted the ball. You know, I've seen him a couple of times in match of the day and I only get glimpses, but it was extended highlights of the game I watched and I thought he was just outstanding. You know what I mean? You can only play against the, the, the players you're playing against, but I thought he always wanted the ball. He was just, he's just, he's just a, a different kind of flair player and I was just excited to watch him. Yeah, I uh, couldn't couldn't uh, couldn't disagree with that, mate. I've got um, Adam Ida for Norwich, eighteen yeah, years I was old. Yeah, yeah. three very good goals, and I thought his all-round performance was very good as well. His touch, his uh, his link-up play, his runs in be off the ball, but all good, all excellent. Yeah, so yeah, he had to be in there. I totally agree. Come well, just we just we just praised him. Uh, after what he did, my second one, uh, I've gone for, uh, well, it, was, it was a toss-up of uh, worldly goals and I've gone for Harry Arters. Uh, and the reason behind I've gone for Harry's is because uh, it was left footer. Uh, he'd only just come on the pitch, so, you know what I mean, to, to hit a strike, strike like that. And you can see from his celebration how pleased he was, but also how shocked he was in yeah. that it flew in, in, in the top corner. So, you know what I mean, you don't, it's very rare you score goals like that. So, you, you have to celebrate like that and enjoy it. And, and, and to, for it to happen against the Premier League side in the FA Cup, I think is sometimes more special. Yeah, spot on. I um I went for Adam Reach of Sheffield Wednesday, absolutely outstanding for the whole game. Uh, he completely ran the game against the Premier League team. Uh, he dominated in possession. He was good off the ball as well. Uh, he worked hard, and obviously he scored a free kick, which won the game, won his team the match with his performance. Yeah. Great shout. Downs. This is where it could get a bit interesting, a bit testy. Yeah. Uh, so um, who you got for the first one, mate? Right, uh, I've gone for Connor Ripley, um, the uh, Preston goalkeeper, for his for the second goal. So it was a mistake, uh, which just wriggled under his body. You know, I mean, I know Connor really well uh, from Middlesbrough days. I used to idolise his dad, which is Stuart Ripley, um, ex Blackburn winger, Middlesbrough winger. Um, so Connor Ripley for just his mistake because that was the, that was a killer goal. The second one, I thought it was excellent for the for the third one when when Ida hit it from 40 yards because he came out, read the situation, but the second goal which wriggled underneath him. You could see the anguish on his face and how disappointed he was because that was the killer goal for me. Yeah, it's just one of those nasty ones, isn't it? Uh, so I've gone for this Carlisle striker who went down for the penalty versus Cardiff uh, because <laughs> I just think it's an embarrassment. Um, I unfortunately couldn't find his name anywhere. Um, but... I've got his name, John it. Yeah, I do, because I want to shame him. Uh, Bridge. Bridge. Carlisle striker, Bridge. Shameful. (laughs) Embarrassing. You should be... Go home and think about what you've done. (laughs) Give your head a shake. That's it. Give your head a wobble. Give your head a wobble. Uh, What are you going next, mate? Uh, my final one. I've gone for general. I've gone for just teams playing weak in size because I just it just devalues the FA Cup. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm a massive advocate of the FA Cup. I used to watch. Um, I'm going back in the day. You know what I mean? All the followers will know exactly what I'm on about. Satan Greavesy started at nine o'clock on FA Cup final day, and, and we watched every single goal from every single game all the way through the day. Um, Teams having the breakfast, I think we watched, and teams tra- travelling to the FA Cup final, and it just made it all magical, and it made it made the third round and maybe it's the first round even more magical. And as a player, I loved it. You know what I mean? I've played in non-league football where we started in the first qualifying round. I played in the first round of the FA Cup. I played in the third round of the FA Cup. I played in quarter final of the FA Cup, and it, 
it's just absolutely magical. I've scored in the FA Cup for Cardiff. I'm from Middlesbrough, and it's just I, I love the I love the competition. I, I, it's been very kind to me, and um, and, and and things. And but I just I just teams have just massively devalued it, and I don't see the point. If teams aren't going to take it serious, you might as well just not bother entering it and just let teams who want to take it seriously have it because it's a it's the it's the annoyance that um, for example. If a side gets all the way to the quarter-final, semi-final, and start putting the best side out, that's just unfair. You yeah, know what I mean, because spoils it for everyone, doesn't it? Yeah, you know what I mean, because then they start taking it seriously. But you know what I mean. If you're gonna, if you're gonna, like Liverpool, Liverpool put the kids out against Everton. I guarantee, you if you got to the quarter-final, semi-final, final at Wembley, that Mo Salah, Mane, Firmino, they'll all play yeah. up front, and it's all these kids who've got them there won't get, won't even get on the bench. Yeah, yeah, uh, that yeah infuriates me. That does. Mm-hmm. I um. So for my second down, I initially had the defences of Watford and Tranmere, uh, just because I thought they were both quite embarrassing the way they defended. Uh, they were just shocking. But I'm going to go for the fact that VAR isn't at all the grounds or isn't at all the games, because I think that that brings up serious uh, issues in the kind of... What's the word? Not the safety of the results, but like I do think it makes it unfair. It's, it's just unethical. It's unethical, sir. It's not. It's not right. It's not. It's if yeah, not that's right. unethical. It's weird. For instance, with Watford and Tramier, if that's at Tramier, Tramier out. Yep. Because they wouldn't have got two of those goals. They wouldn't have had the penalty, and they wouldn't have had the the first goal. Mm. Um, and there was a couple of others who had penalties or decisions. There was um, Nottingham Forest, I think, had a penalty reversed with VAR and all these different decisions which could go for one team and not for another team just because they're playing at home or away that can't be right so it's got to be all or nothing yeah totally agree has to be the same for everyone otherwise it's an embarrassment yeah totally agree yeah so I changed that right at the last minute all day I've had Watford and Trammy as defenders so they got (laughs) got off lightly (laughs) Uh, okay so let's get into some questions to finish off Uh, you guys you can send in your questions to facebook.com slash acecast nation and twitter.com slash acecast underscore nation uh, and you can leave them as comments on the YouTube videos Uh, who is the most naturally talented Cardiff player you ever saw Oh, Joel Edley. Um, just simply because it, it was just very cultured. He's, I think his left foot. He was just, he was just sickeningly naturally very good. You know what I mean? He just, he just coasted through games. He, he didn't, he didn't have, he didn't really seem to have um, like a lot of pace, but he seemed to uh, have enough to get him through games against certain individuals. And he just, he just grew with confidence as as things went by. And he obviously a fantastic. Fantastic footballer with tons of ability. Did it for his country. Did it in the Champions League when he went to Celtic. He's done it on the biggest stage. And you know what I mean. I was. I've never been surprised that um, that Joe would go at the very top because you can see it as a young kid that the that, that the crop of young players at the time were were excellent. And Joe was right at the top of that. Cool. And uh, same question for Borough. Um, best young player. Um, 
um, most naturally uh, talented. Well, we had we had one came through, and it, it wasn't a local boy. So we had uh, we had a boy who came in from Boca Juniors. We had a called Carlos Marinelli. Carlos came, and I've never seen anything like it. Um, he was dubbed the new Maradona, uh, the new Janino, and ability-wise, he was better than anything I'd ever seen before. I played a couple of reserve games with him, and I didn't even have to move. He set me up for a chance. You know what I mean? I, I think I scored somewhere like twelve goals in three games because every, every run I made. He passed me the ball in, 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 in such an inch-perfect position. He'd score five himself. And he just made, he just made the game look really easy. He just made, me look, just made like, football look just disgusting. Uh, when in the first team, did it again. Got himself what's a move his, what's back. his name? Carlos Marinelli. Um, got himself a move uh, back to Argentina. And I don't know if he played for Boca Juniors again, but he was just technically, he was just amazing. 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 I'm quite good with footballers' names, and I've never heard of him. So I'm going to yeah. Have, so I'm going. Uh, where am I going? About ninety-eight, ninety-nine-ish. Mm, I'll have, uh, have a look at that later. Uh, no, yeah, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Emerson or Gaza? Oh, it's got to be Gaza. Uh, Emerson had the lot. He did have the lot, but Gaza for me was a genius. That um, for whatever reason, however he did it, he's, he just managed to get the best out of. Um, performances and the best out of other games and made, made it so much fun at the same time and yeah Gaza for me cool better drinker Gaza or Merson oh god <laughs> Paul Merson he's got to be he's got he's got to be I think uh, um, Gaza loved to drink but Merson could uh, Merson could handle a lot lot more than uh, than anyone I've ever seen in my life an animal wasn't he yeah, beast. Yeah, yeah. For the for the size of him, because normally it's only small, isn't he? Yeah. What you what you get told is is the bigger statue a man you can handle more drink. But I think that went with practice. That the more he practiced, the the better he got at something. And he he got himself excellent at football because of practice. And I think he got himself. He was a he was a world class drinker from all the practice he got. Cool. Um, how to save the FA Cup and milk cup, as we like to call it. Yeah. How to save it? Whoa, yeah. How to save it? Because people think it's being ruined. Yeah. Well, I, we, we've said it there. How to save yeah. it? For me, you've got to make you've got to make the winners um, go in the Champions League. Um, and for me, you've got to, you've got to play your best side. And if you're not going to play your best side, you, I'm happy to put young youngsters in. But there's got to be a cap on it for me. You can put a cap on how many changes you make from your from your from your previous Saturday because there's got to be. It's got to be something for supporters, you know, because um, I'll use an example that uh, Rochdale played Newcastle. Newcastle made a host of changes. The Rochdale fans all bought their tickets, what, four or five weeks ago when the, when the draw got announced straight away, dead excited, then all of a sudden they're, they're watching a, a second-string Newcastle side. And, you know what I mean, to get a draw, it's not really that good a result because you're going down to St. James, St. James's and, and Newcastle will probably put a stronger side out there and, and Rochdale won't get nothing apart from uh, a little bit of money so for me it devalues it a little bit and and it's some of the it's the, it's the fans who are losing out yeah i got a question for you how is joe linton a footballer um it's that's a difficult that's a difficult i thought he was awful on saturday i thought he was oh, just he was, dreadful, he, was, he was awful on saturday um you know what i mean i think uh, i think i think that was one of his last opportunities to uh, to pull in the performance because uh, steve he looks Bruce, like he can't be asked as well which yeah, doesn't well, I, no well I, I totally agree there and he, he looked every time he made a mistake the camera went over to steve bruce and <laughs> steve bruce's frustration with steve agnew 
you could just tell how frustrated he was. And he was getting, you know, he was like going up a level, wasn't it? Each yeah, time. and he, he was, he was getting redder, and he was getting more angry and frustrated. And 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 he knows the cameras on him, and you can't hide the fact. But at the end of the day, he's, he's, this lad's a professional footballer. He's 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 on good money. He's he's, he's cost a lot. He's cost a, he's he's cost a lot of money. And unfortunately, so it's, it's the way of the world. You've got to perform here, or you pay the, pay the pay the ultimate price. That's it. The league table don't lie. So right, you done. The uh, in fairness, he cost them a fortune as well. Yeah, I know. Um, okay, so there's two more questions, which I'm going to read now in a second. Uh, but guys, you can check out all our previous shows on uh, youtube.com slash acepodcastnation in video format and audio format at all the usual places, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, all those good stuff. Uh, give us a thumbs up, share the videos, leave comments, get involved in the conversation on social media. Uh, links to all the social media profiles will be in the description as well as the charities that we mentioned earlier. So, no, uh, no fake Geordie bingo lingo today. Ooh, but that will return next week. Yeah. Uh, so to finish off the show, it seems fitting. Uh, tell us a story about Chris Barker that we may not know. Um, I just Sorry think, to put uh, you on the spot, mate. No, no, it's fine. No, don't worry. Um, you know what I mean? Because it's, 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 it's been quite fitting, really, that um, probably the best footballing moment of my career uh, is, is, is pretty obvious, the um, winning goal in the playoff final. And every photo that people have sent me is, is, is just one that, I think, I think that, that you forget, don't you? You know what I mean? I, I was lucky to celebrate my best footballing day with with the man behind you that who, who just, you know what I mean, meant so much to me that day. But then I, sometimes you forget about everybody else. And you know what I mean? That, yes, I scored the goal. And yes, that um, I got the accolades and people never forget. But Chrissy, along with the captain, Carv and Willie and Neil Alexander and Spencer Pryor and Gabs and Andy Legg and Gary Croft and Reese Weston, etc. You know what I mean? They all played the part on that day. And, you know what I mean? That, um, and we played hard that day, but we partied even harder. And, you know what I mean? I remember the game was a Sunday, wasn't it? And we went out... Um, Myself, Barks, Gethin Jones, a couple of other players, and went out on the Tuesday. And I think we stopped drinking. I'd probably say Friday, if I'm honest. I think I went back to Middlesbrough on the Friday or the Saturday morning. So it was a good party because we we played outside, but we partied even harder. And, and I think we deserved it after after the season we'd had, and 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 I think the weekend we'd had um, because it it took all out of players mentally and physically. And uh, and I think you know what I mean. I think I remember some of the pictures that me and me and Barks are doing, uh, celebrating, jumping around with each other. That that was just. That was just us being us, and, and I'll never forget that. Uh, and I think seeing the photos, I think sometimes you forget. You know, I've seen the goals plenty of times, and, and I've seen the game plenty of times, but it's the after celebrations and stuff I haven't seen much of. And, yeah. You know what I mean? And to see and to see us jumping around together and, um, and the video of that, and, the, and especially the photos of me and him hugging each other, it just, yeah, it just two northern lads just being mates and celebrating something what meant so much to us both and yeah I'll never forget it and it, it made it special that, that I got to do it with him
Social Podcast Network.